Hello everyone and welcome back to the top 10 everything. Welcome back. This is a first. We are back. Um, Just a little context here. Um, We have some episodes in the queue. Uh, I know we've been on a little hiatus as of late, but um, and this is this is an episode, kind of this was made on on a limb. Today is Thursday. On a whim. On a limb. On a whim. Isn't it, it's a whim. Yes. That's on embarrassing. W h i m. That is embarrassing. Um. On a, on a whim. Um, we are doing a March Madness special. This is being dropped today, Thursday. The day we are recording this episode. So, just a little backstory on why we have had some issues lately. So, um, we've been trying to integrate a new video podcast format where we basically are able to record our videos and then, but we tried to upload to YouTube. We got copyrighted for the um, album reviews. We've tried to upload to Google Drive source to put a link in you for you guys on like our bio, but none of that have been working. We've been struggling a lot with figuring that out lately. So, we're trying to find. Um, some sort of method to um, get those video podcasts to you. If it doesn't work, worst comes to worst, we'll just do it in the regular podcast format that we've been doing for however long we've been doing it now. Yeah, the fans are going to be... Di- almost a year on April 1st. The fans are going to be disappointed because I look great. He does look great, right. So just <laughs> going forward, um, we will make sure to keep you in the loop in the bio of those podcasts on Instagram, wherever on the podcast app, whether or not there is a video that coincides with that um, podcast um, because we talk about it in the podcast as if we are on video, but we're not sure if we're going to be able to get that to you. That being said, today we are doing a special. It's just me and my dad. We are going to go through our entire 2021 March Madness bracket. This is exciting because we've been filling out brackets for years now, right? And I'm surprised we didn't think of doing this as a podcast even last... Well, last year it was canceled. Last year so there was no March Madness. It was, and we actually started this after the tournament happened. Right, so... So, oh, for so yeah, good good point. Uh, but it should be fun. I, I will say my knowledge base is the is as minimal as possible in regards to men's college basketball right now. I, I know very, very little. I know the teams themselves haven't really played a full season because of the COVID, uh, the COVID rules and regulations. So I'm flying very blind going into this. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of in the same boat as him. However, I probably haven't watched more than 10 college basketball games this year at most. And that being said, the past month to past two weeks, I have been doing a lot of research. So that's basically what I do before each tournament. I look online, look at what the experts, quote-unquote experts, are saying. And specifically, what I try to look the most at are statistics, because I think that's where you find the most. And there's um, sites called like Ken Palm, which basically give you like the advanced statistics um, for each team: offensive efficiency, defensive effic- efficiency, strengths of schedule, pace, all that good stuff. Kind of gives me an idea. Look at the scoring, see how many scores they have. All that stuff all kind of coincides along with their record, how they've done against um, other teams. So. I, I do believe I have a pretty solid basis because even though I haven't watched a lot of physical college basketball, I bet I've watched almost, I've done probably five to ten hours of research it's, itself um, on this year's bracket um, in preparation. So, um, are, are you just ready to go right into it? Because I think we're just going to... Let's jump We have in. not seen each other's lists. No, we haven't. So this ex- is going to be Except fun. actually the winner, who we have both the same, which we told each other, which is kind of shock, odd. which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so... 
Um, I think we're going to start with the um, West region, because that's top left. Um, Gonzaga, I think, is going to move on in the round of 16. They're the clear favorites to win this year's tournament. Um, multiple NBA prospects. Um, I, I don't know. They're like head and shoulders, by far one of the best um, teams in college basketball right now. Um, undefeated and, um, yeah, led by Jalen Suggs. This is, a, this is a great, great team. I assume you have them. Yeah, well. I, I think everyone in the world has Gonzaga winning the first round. All right, then um, the 8-9 matchup is Oklahoma State versus Missouri. Um, this reminds me of Trey Young and uh, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, past, um, I believe, I don't know if that was an 8-9 matchup, but this is a couple years ago, um, back when they were in college. Um, and I do have Oklahoma State moving forward. Oklahoma State is the favorite in this matchup, if you look at statistics. Um, they do have a worse record than Missouri, but only by one game, but they are in the Big tw- Big 12, which is a better conference than Missouri, and um They've played some good opponents this year, and I think, actually, they could give um, Gonzaga a run for their money in the round of 32. I went with Mizzou to beat Oklahoma for the fact that I love I love the Mizzou unis. I love the name Mizzou. I think that's just, it's fun. And I, I like this to be my, my first, I don't think you can call a nine beating an eight a major underdog. Uh, they are not favored, so technically it is an underdog pick, but... Um, I think you're going to see a theme of that with my brackets, just as I think this year there's going to be more upsets than probably uh, of higher seeds than probably in years past. Yeah, eight nine matchups are usually ones that are coin flipped anyway. I feel like they're they're pretty fifty fifty all time. You can see here in the seed prediction, um, there's seed stats. Um, the 2019 um, tournament marks the first time since that 2001 all nine seed won all their four matchup versus eight seeds in this single tournament, which is fun fact there so mm, hopefully fact. for you they keep that streak going um now we're moving down to the 12-5 matchup which is Creighton versus UCSB UC Santa Barbara um a lot of people have UCSB winning this game against Creighton because um Creighton got absolutely destroyed by Georgetown in the Big East tournament um and a lot of people like Georgetown as a 12 seed however um all year Creighton has been the consistent team they're good offensively please turn your ringer off um <laughs> and I just think that people are so low on Creighton, and I don't know. I, f- I feel people are um, they're going to come out hungry, and there's some questions about their coaching staff as well. But I think, um, frankly, that Creighton is um, they're they're going to come away with it, come away with this one. I lo- I know a lot of people like UCSB in this matchup, but I just um, I think people are think are too worried about that one loss, and I, I think that might even work in their favor as they see themselves on underdogs in this game, because so many people are picking UCSB. And I think Creighton is going to be hungry. I am those so many people. I love a little UCSB. I believe that's the alma mater of Brian Shaw. Celtics pick that went to go play with Dino Raja out of college before joining the Celtics down the road. I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments section. So you are riding with UCSB. Um, next we got the 13 four seed matchup, which is Ohio State or not Ohio State, Ohio versus um, Virginia. Um, and a lot of people are picking Ohio in this one, and I am one of those people. Ohio is a team that is led by their um, star freshman po- point guard Jason Preston, who is basically or junior point guard, sorry, who is like the Lamelo Ball of this draft, is what a lot of people are saying. He can score, rebound, pass. He's an overall a great player who's likely going to be a lottery pick in this year's draft. University of Virginia, they've had a lot of lot of COVID struggles all year. They are a team also that um, I believe they are not able to go to Indianapolis until Friday because of the COVID, and they and they think that like 
basically they have to wait for their results and and there's a chance that they might even be disqualified from this tournament. Yeah, it's but, a shame. Um, it, it, that's where the, this whole COVID stuff stinks because they're set up to fail and it's no fault of their own. But and the NCAA is trying to do the right thing. Right, so it's just yeah, tough. I was gonna say so they're, they're gonna get to Indianapolis on Friday, which is tomorrow, and apparently I, I don't think they can actually practice until. And they have not been able to practice. I don't think they can practice until they get those negative tests. So I just think for the lack of practice, it's it's going to be tough for them with an already tough matchup in Ohio. They got a tough um, draw there. Um, yeah, this is just not a good matchup for um, Virginia. I'm with you. I got Ohio as well. Next, we're moving on to USC. Um, this is another team that I really like. Um, the the um, they've been led by their freshman um, Evan Mobley, who is basically another one of the top. Prospects in this draft are likely going to be um, for a uh, lottery pick in the NBA draft. Um, they, they have a really good offense. Um, I, I do like Wichita State in this game as well. I think that they could actually give UCS a run for their money. Um, so that's something to look out for there if they end up do if they do end up beating Drake in the um, first four game. But I, I like USC and I think they're going to make a little bit of a run. I went with USC as well. I like a good. Uh, I, I love the Fighting Trojans. And who's a member of the Fighting Trojans in the past? Brian Scalabrini. Brian Scalabrini. I have that jersey. Yeah. Legend. And, yep. Right. Um. He actually was a legend in the NCAA. That's when uh, I think Sir John found his love for him because he was just raining three pointers in the NCAA tournament. And he's a big man. Um. Next, we got Kansas, another team in the Big Twelve. Um. They. I went with Kansas. I, I did as well. Um. The Kansas versus I don't East. I don't even. Eagles? I don't even know what their team name is. That's embarrassing. Um, but I, I know Kansas is one of those teams that's kind of like the... They don't have one star score. They're kind of well-balanced. Um, but they're another team that have had some COVID troubles this year. Um, and if it wasn't for that, they'd probably be even seated higher. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, they're a good three-point shooting team as of late. They've been heating up a little bit. But I, 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 I like Kansas to be... Whatever the name is, E-W-E-E-W-U. East Washington. East Washington, there you go. Um, yeah, I, I like Kansas in that matchup. That's, I'm, I haven't, I'm not really huge on Kansas, as you'll see next round, but. All right, hint, hint. All right. I then, I went with VCU, the old home of Shaka Smart, a great coach now with Texas. All right, in the um, 7-10 matchup, I have Oregon, actually. And I think Oregon is one of the better teams in this tournament, underseeded. Um, they've been extremely hot as of late. They're a great three-point shooting team. They have, I think they have four players with averaging 11 or more points in this game. One of the most talented um, and well-rounded rosters in the league. Um, I also, or whatever, in college basketball. Um, I, but, however, they are a small team. They play a small ball lineup. I think the tallest man in their roster is six foot six which is kind of like reminiscent of a small ball Houston Rockets team. Um, so I don't think they're going to make it all the way, but I do like Oregon. I think they're going to make a pretty big run. They're going to shock some people just based off of their pure talent. Um, yeah, and I, and I think that they could basically run run some people off the court with their offense. Uh, yes. Now the 12-2 matchup. I went with Michigan. No, I'm sorry. I went with Iowa to be Grand Canyon. Um, yeah, Iowa, I think, is a better pick here. But Grand Canyon is a very good team. Um, they're, they're, that's, that, that's a potential upset right there, I think, with Grand Canyon. Um, but Iowa is just, they're, they're led by their guard. Luca Garza is um, some amazing big men on Iowa. They're a very well-rounded team. Um, but I, 
yeah, I, 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 I like Iowa, but not too much, as we'll see later. All right. Um, uh, I think we start with finish this, the, the West. Okay. Instead of going to throw. The, so, I got Gonzaga versus Oklahoma. Um, I have Gonzaga versus Missouri. Yeah, I have Gonzaga winning this one, even though I did say I think Oklahoma could give them a run for their money. I just think Gonzaga is just one, by far one of the favorites in this tournament. I um, have Gonzaga as well, going on to the next round. Um, then I got Creighton in Ohio, and I think this is Creighton's going to prevail. I said I, I, I like Creighton coming in this tournament, and I think they're going to make some noise and make a Sweet 16 run. I took UCSB to extend that streak. All right, UCSB to the Sweet 16. Then I got USC beating um, Kansas. I already said I wasn't huge, very high in Kansas, and I do like USC, and I think you're going to make a run to the Sweet 16. I took Kansas. And let me say, I'm going to take Oregon over Iowa, which is probably one of the bigger upsets. Iowa's probably the, they're the highest, or actually, wait, no, the lowest second seed. Sorry, because they're in the um, tournament Gonzaga. The lowest second seed. Um, and and I, like I told you why I'm high on Oregon, I just think they're great offensively. I think um, that those are the teams that you're looking at for upsets, those great offensive teams that can make some um, damage. Make some noise. And I did take can- – uh, I'm sorry, I took Iowa to uh, win that – go on to the VCU. next round. VCU, yeah. Um, finally, I have Gonzaga over Creighton because I, I think I have, Gonzaga's a powerhouse. I have Gonzaga over UCSB, and I have Kansas over Iowa. All right, Kansas over Iowa. Um, and I have Oregon over USC. So, there we go. I got Oregon going to my Elite Eight. I think they're making an Elite Eight run, but I think they're eventually going to get beat by Gonzaga in the Elite Eight, and I think Gonzaga's moving on to the Final Four for me. I have Gonzaga also going on to the Final Four. All right, so we both got the same Final Four pick in the um, West. So, let's move down to the East. This is the um, bracket where I think there's going to be the most noise because, honestly, there's the the least amount of... um, Not the least amount of talent... Actually, the opposite. The most amount of talent. Rather, there's the least amount of talent at the very top. Because I think Michigan is the weakest of the one seeds. Um, especially with the injury to their star point guard. Um, what's his name? Um, Isaiah Livers. Um, so, yeah. First round, I have Michigan moving on to the um, round of 32. I do as well. I also have LSU beating um, St. Um, Bonaventure. And I went for St. Bonaventure there. I like a little upset. Um, I, I really like LSU. They're probably... One of the best, if not the best, um, what's uh, what's it called? Um, if not the best uh, offensive team in this tournament. They have um, uh, freshman Cameron Johnson. They are, I just think, they're a young team. They're not a very good defensive team. However, I think those are the teams that can sometimes make some noise in these tournaments. Are the ones, um, obviously, good good defensive pre- good defense often prevails. But I think for some upsets in the early rounds, I think LSU is good for that. Um, Colorado versus Georgetown. Like I said earlier, everyone in, in their mom is high in Georgetown right now because of their um, Big East tournament win. However, I do have Colorado because I just think Colorado is a better overall team. So I'm going with a 5 seed. I'm not going for that 12-5 upset. I went with Georgetown because I love Pat Ewing as the coach. You love some Ewing. Uh, FSU versus UNCG. Um, um, UNC Greensburg. Um, FSU is a very, very, very good um, three-point shooting team. I think they're at 39%. I like FSU. Um, they're also a good defensive team, so I have them moving on. I do as well. I like Florida State. Um, BYU versus um, either the winner of Michigan State and LS, um, UCLA. I have um, Michigan State beating UCLA and beating BYU to get to the th- round of 32. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think it's hard to bet against um, Tom Izzo and the Spartans. I mean, I, I think often when they are under-seeded is usually when they make those um deep runs, and they're going to shock some people because they're a team that started off slow, but that have been extremely hot as of late. Um, I do like MSU. I, I love Tom Izzo's teams historically. I just think that 
you know, they win to get technically into the tournament. That takes a lot of emotion out of you, a lot of effort. I think BYU takes it to them, unfortunately. Yeah, I like picking one of those first four teams to go on to the next round, frankly, because like I think one, they got they already have championship, they already have tournament experience while they're going to the tournament, which I think is important. Um, that team, uh, and I think they they they're they're going to be craving that feeling for another win after just coming off that win to get into the tournament. So I think that's almost to their benefit that if they can get a little. I don't know, get some traction, um, could get them fired up for that um, first game and maybe keep a B- catch up BYU sleeping. Um, Texas versus Abilene Christian? Yeah. Um, nice. I have Texas moving on. This is a very... I do as well. I love the coach. Texas has a very high ceiling, but I also think has a very low floor. And I think this could, could be a possible upset for Texas because they are very young and they're very unexperienced, but they have some really, really talented bigs on that Texas team. So that that's a team that could make that I could see make the final four, but also get out in the first round. Um, next, we got UConn and Maryland. I'm a big UConn fan. Their first time in the tournament, I think, since 2015, and one of those last times they were a seven seed was with um, Kemba Walker. Um, it, actually, wait, no, they were those are high seeds. I'm thinking of a different time. Um, however, I do have them beating Maryland and um, moving on to the round of 32. I did pick the Turpins. I went with Maryland. Jim Calhoun's not walking through that door. Um, lastly, we have Alabama versus Iona State. Is that who it is? It or is just Iona. Iona. I, Iona. Um, I went with Bama. I went with Alabama too. They're extremely hot right now. Everyone likes Alabama. They're the highest two seed in the tournament. I feel like Nick After. Saban's going to give them a pep talk at halftime. It's going to so. have them explosive in the second half. All right, here's my first big upset. I got Michigan State and LSU. I'm taking LSU to beat Michigan State because I think that injury oh, to Michigan. Uh, oh, Michigan, sorry, is going to um, definitely hurt them. And I told you I like LSU's fiery offense, and I think they're going to make a run. I did take Michigan. Furthermore, I'm going to go down, and I'm taking FSU over Colorado. Um, I told you I like FSU for their defense and three-point shooting, um, and I think they're a solid team, but I think they do have a ceiling um, coming up soon. I went with Georgetown because I just love Pat Ewing. He's he uh, Ewing. He makes me think of – I think this Georgetown team is almost going to be like the Georgetown team that faced UNC in the finals against a young Michael Jordan. You may remember they lost that finals. I don't think Georgetown's going to go particularly deep. But I think they're going to get a few wins more than people would have thought. And I think it's because of Ewing's caginess as a coach. Hot take. Um, I Then I have, next on, I have MSU going on to beat Texas and making a big 3-16 run. Um, oh. Because I said earlier, I, I don't trust the Texas team and their consistency. So I have them getting kicked in the round of 32. I did take Texas because if there's one thing that Shaka Smart knows how to do, it's press. He has one of the most lethal presses um, that, that he used to coach back at VCU. I think um, in tournament play, guys are a little bit tighter, uh, making probably a little bit more forced passes, leads to some early turnovers and some easy buckets. So I'm going to go with Texas. All right, here we go, guys. Um, here's another big upset. Um, I have UConn beating Alabama, which is, I, I think, it's it's one that people can understand. Um, UConn is a team that um, is this made the seventh seed with basically without their star player, which is James Booknight, who's going to be another lottery prospect. Um, this is the team that slows down the pace, great offensive rebounding, and great defense, which I think is basically could be the kryptonite for Alabama because Alabama is a team that likes to play fast pace. 
they like to shoot the three, which are basically two things. If the threes aren't falling for Alabama, they're going to you're be in, in big trouble. Yeah, you're in trouble. So I think that um, for UConn, I think they can slow down that pace, get some offensive rebounds, get some rebounds, and I think they're gonna th- that's going to cause problems for Alabama, and I think they're going to make a deep run in this tournament. I really, really like UConn. I went with the Terps. Terps, Texas over is Alabama. I got. Okay, wow. Yep. Yeah, Maryland. Jeez, that's 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 big, Maryland. Um, I then have LSU versus FSU. I have LSU beating FSU. That was one of the hardest games for me because I do like Florida State. Um, but I'm taking LSU to the Sweet Sixteen or yeah, Sweet Sixteen. I have Georgetown beating Michigan, and I have Texas beating Maryland. Georgetown beating Michigan. Why wow, you really like Georgetown? I do. I got Georgetown going deep. Right. Um. And then I have UConn beating MSU. Their Sweet 16 run and Tom Izzo's Spartan team is going to come to an end in the Sweet 16. And I have um, Elite Eight of LSU and UConn. And I have UConn advancing. I think the um, the LSU is one one bad offensive game away from a loss because their defense is so bad. And I think um, the Huskies can play some tight D on them. And um, that that'll be tough. So I think that that's that's the um, the East is really the. Um, the region that I think is a toss-up for me. Anything can happen. I have a lot of upsets in the East, and that's kind of my one. That's I really have almost like no chalk in the East. It's really just a lot of upsets. I, I LSU went seven and eight seed. Um, the Elite Eight, I think. Well, not, n- no one has that. Um, but that that's just my opinion after doing some research. Yeah, I have Texas beating Georgetown in the Elite Eight. I think uh, Ewan can take his team only so far. So um, at that point. He's for a 12 seed. I think that's a pretty good rookie run as a new head coach of his alma mater. So I have UConn in the final four. And one thing about the final four too is that historically, I think like the past like five years, other than last year, before last year, because Auburn made it as a five seed, but they were, they were the highest seed, um, or 2019. Um, the five years before that, the top, um, I believe it was top, or sorry, um, the. At least one team in the Final Four was a seven seed or higher for five years straight, which I think it's definitely safer to pick ones, twos, threes, and fours to make your um, Final Four. Um, because in all honesty, then your let's be honest, your bracket's not going to get busted as if you pick a Cinderella team and then they get bounced in the first round. So it probably makes more sense to um, go with some chalk and pick the lower seeds to make it farther. But I mean, like, what's the fun in that? And another thing, I think. If you average, I think, uh, yeah, I believe that all time in, in um, the NCAA tournament, if you average the final four seeds, um, if you add them all up, it's 13. If you add the one or the whatever, seed the, the seed numbers. So, and I also think like, so you'll see people like the expert picks have three ones and a two. And that's what? Five? Like, it, it, it just tells you that like, sure, it may be the best way to win, but let's, let's be honest, that's not, that's just not realistic. Yeah. And, well, I think you, your your thirteen point proves that. Right, that's what I'm saying. So that's what I think. I think it's important. At least I like to pick one team, seven seed or higher, to try to make a final four run. Even though it's probably going to hurt me in the end, because let's be honest, UConn, they're probably not going to make a run. But out of all the teams that I saw at that point, they're the one that I trusted the most, and I think had the easiest pass path with playing Alabama and then MSU and LSU. Um, now we're going to move on to the South. Um, we got Baylor versus Hartford. Um, I got Baylor moving on to the round of 32. I think Baylor is just a great team this year. Um, they have been struggling a little bit as of late, but um, I-, I have them getting out of the first round pretty easily. All right. So where are we again? Oh, we're going back to the other side. Yeah. I don't know if I even shared that I have 
um, Gonzaga, Texas in the finals, and I have uh, in the final four, and I have Texas winning. Was, well, we, we're not there yet. Oh, I thought we said final four. No. Oh, I thought we did the upper side. No, we're doing the, this side now, Dad. All right, my, we're doing. My phone isn't the same as yours. We're doing the. We're, we're doing, doing the south? So, spoiler. We're doing the south. Yep. All right, so I got Texas no, Tech. You, you got Baylor. Oh, I'm I sorry. I got. <laughs> I've got Baylor beating UNC. What? That's the round of thirty-two, Dad. Right here. No, that's that's the second round. Is that? They're playing Hartford in the first round. <laughs> there you go. Where is it? I have Baylor beating Hartford. All right. Um, <laughs> I have Baylor beating Hartford as well. Um, UNC versus Wisconsin. I have UNC as well. I think UNC is a team that can make some noise. I have UNC as well. There we go. We knew that. Um, next, we got Villanova <laughs> and Winthrop. Um, this is a tough one. Villanova is historically a great, 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 um, what's it called? Um, tournament team. Mar- Mar- team in March, right. Um, they're a great tournament team. However... This year they're just I don't I, I think this is this is my big twelve five matchup I like Winthrop they're a great three point shooting team I think they're a team that could make a run and even make a run to the Sweet Sixteen maybe I don't have them getting that far but I do like Winthrop and I think they are a team that um they're dangerous because because of their three point shooting and how hot they've been as of late I went with Villanova nostalgic love Raleigh Massimino all right um <laughs> I have um Purdue. As do I. I think that's a pretty solid pick. Their bigs are just overwhelming. Texas Tech, I have Texas Tech and um, Matt McClung getting past Utah State. I have Texas Tech as well. Um, They're a really good defensive team. I like Texas Tech. Arkansas and Colgate. This is one pick that a lot of people are picking Colgate. However, I really like this Arkansas team. This is one of those teams that they're not great. They're not particularly amazing in anything, but they're they're above average in everything. Like above average offense. They're not like top 10, but they have an above average offense defense. They're a good Solid team that I think are going to make a run. Yeah, I joined you on that. I, I um, I actually like that pick and I like that commentary. I think it's it's spot on. Florida versus Virginia Tech. This is one that I think Virginia Tech is a team that people are sleeping on. They are extremely extremely underseeded. Um, well, I think Florida is overseeded, or however it should be. Florida's a bad seven seed. Virginia Tech is a really good um, ten seed. Virginia Tech's beaten a lot of good teams this year. Um, they've beaten Villanova. They've beaten Virginia, um, and they've lost to um, teams like only North Carolina only by eight. And they've beaten teams like Clemson as well. Um, yeah, so they, they they're they're good. They they're a team. They have a rank of they're four and zero against teams in the top twenty five this year. Virginia, but they've been really hurt due to COVID. Um, a lot of their games were chopped up. So, but I do like Virginia Tech in this tournament, even though they are going to probably maybe a little cold. So I could see um instance where Florida does get a win just because Virginia Tech has half. Like, I think like there was some stats. Um, let me find it. Uh, wait a sec. I went with V Tech as you're looking for that stat. Yeah, it was it was something like like a few of the last like six of the last like. Eight games they like, were like canceled, something like that. Or here it is: five of the last eight games were canceled due to COVID nineteen, which might hurt them a little bit. But I do like Virginia Tech as a team. Um, then OSU over Oral I, Roberts, I, even though Oral Roberts I think is also a good fifteen seed. Yeah, I actually took Ohio State. Um, Baylor and UNC. We know who you picked in this, but I'm going opposite. This is my second. What? Uh, all right, Dad's got to take a call. Hey, so I'll read off your you. picks. This is kind of botched. Tim. He's got to talk to Tim. Um, so I'm just talking to myself now. Um, I have Baylor beating UNC. Uh, I mean, sorry, rather. Actually, I have UNC beating Baylor. I think um, a lot of people are high on Baylor, and that's understandable. 
Um, I think UNC is underseeded. I think they're better than an eight seed. They beat some good teams this season, and all their losses against bad good teams have been. They beat Florida State. Um, they've only lost to Texas by two. They beat Duke twice, even though Duke is obviously not in the tournament. Um, but they're a good rebounding team, and they control the blast and they control the pace, which I think probably could, that, that could hurt Baylor in the long run. Um, and I, we both know that my dad picked um, Baylor, as he said earlier. I think he's I think he likes Baylor. Um, yeah, so then um, Winthrop versus Purdue. Um, I really like Purdue. I think they're another team that um, they have some really, really talented bigs. They've had some good wins this season, beating Ohio State twice, beating Wisconsin, beating Maryland. Um, yeah, I think they're dangerous. Um, they're 5-5 five and five against the top 25 teams. And I, even though I like Winthrop, I think that Purdue basically has the tallest roster in the Big Ten and top rebounding rate. I think that they're a team that basically... They're, they're a team that could beat anyone. I think if... Let me say this. If Baylor does end up beating UNC... Um, I think that Purdue could take care of Baylor as well, so that's why I'm not thinking too. I'm not too stressed about having Baylor um, get X'd out in the round of 32. Similarly to Michigan um, in the round of 32, even if they don't lose to LSU, I have a feeling FSU could beat Michigan as well. So that's kind of why I have them going out so early because I think that even if they do, don't get beat in that round of 32, I think there's a good chance they're not making it to the lead eight. Um, my dad, on the other hand, he has um, let me see here. He has Villanova beating Purdue. And getting to the um, Sweet 16. So that's interesting. I'd like to hear his readings for that. I bet it's just because he likes the name Villanova. Texas Tech and Arkansas. Like I said, I really like Texas Tech. He has um, Texas Tech beating Arkansas. I have Arkansas moving on. Um, I think that's that's going to be a tough matchup. But I just, I'm not a huge fan of Matt McClung. Everyone knows the highlights. But I feel like he's someone who does force a lot of shots. And I also think they are good defensively. But I just think Arkansas overall is the better team. Um, Virginia Tech versus Ohio State. My dad is Ohio State, which is probably a better pick. But I have Virginia Tech. I have a lot of upsets, if you can't tell. Um, like I said, Virginia Tech, um, 4-0 and against top 25 teams. Um, I just think that um, I'm not the biggest, biggest fan of LSU, uh, OSU. They don't really have that star, and they don't, they're not really great at anything. Similar to Arkansas, but almost to a worse extent. I feel like a lot of this year, they didn't get lucky, but it was um, they overachieved. And frankly, I think that their their they they their two seed for them was deserved, but in all honestly, on their talent level, I think they're worse than a two seed. And I think Virginia Tech is better than a ten seed. I got Virginia Tech pulling off the upset there. He's got Ohio State moving on. Uh, now I'm gonna move on here to um the Elite Eight. I got oh Sweet Sixteen rather. I got Purdue Purdue beating UNC. I think this is where UNC Cinderella run kind of comes to an end here. I think Purdue's great rebounding is going to stop them. And then they also have Arkansas similarly beating Virginia Tech. I think there's another Cinderella run that ends. And I got a four and a three in the Elite Eight when Purdue and Arkansas. And I think Arkansas is going to move on and get to the final four. My dad, he has got, let me see here. Um, um wow. Okay, yeah. So he has Villanova beating um Ohio State. And... Yeah, he has... Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. He has Villanova beating Baylor, which, I mean, I think that's a fair fit pick. If Villanova does end up getting that far, I could see them maybe pulling off an upset there. And then he has um, Ohio State um, beating Texas Tech and eventually losing to Villanova. So, yeah, he has Villanova in his Final Four, a team that I think are going to get bumped in his first round he has in his Final Four. So that's a pretty big difference there. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens there. That's, gonna be, that's an interesting one. Lastly, we are moving to the mid 
West region of the bracket. Um, so we're going to start with um, Illinois versus um, let's see here. Illinois versus Drexler. Um, I think we've both got Drexler. I think that's an easy pick. I like Illinois. Um, they're obviously, I, I think they're one of those teams that they can basically hang with all the big guys. They're, they're seven and three, the top twenty-five. They're obviously one seed. They're hot coming off that Big Ten um, tournament win. I, I like Illinois a lot. Um, I got Loyola Chicago versus um, Virginia Tech. Loyola Chicago versus Georgia Tech, rather. Um, I have Loyola Chicago. Um, Georgetown's another of those teams that has a lot of skill and probably could they underachieve this season. Um, they're a good offensive team, but Loyola Chicago's defense is just unbelievable. They are probably one of the best, if not the best, defensive teams in this tournament. Um, I think they're going to be able to get past Georgia Tech. My dad, however, he did pick Georgia Tech, which I could, could also see happening. Doesn't matter for me, though, because I do have Illinois beating probably both of them in the um, round of 32. Then we got Tennessee and Oregon State. A lot of people do like Tennessee after um, their win over Oregon um, in the Pac-12. I am not as high in them. I like I like Tennessee. I think they're a solid team, um, and and I think they um, I think they're gonna make a run here. Yeah, they're they're solid against the top twenty five. They've they're also a team that had COVID struggles, I believe, and they're also a team that um very much underachieved. At the beginning of the season, they were looking as like maybe like a one or two seed lock. And then they really fell off. So I think they're more talented than what their seed says, but they've been another team that's extremely inconsistent. My dad, however, is rolling with Oregon State, which is understandable. They're hot, really hot right now after beating Oregon in the Pac-12. And he has them continuing that roll on to the round of 32. Oklahoma versus State versus Liberty. This is a great game. Um, Liberty, a great defensive team. Um, They've been really good in their conference. Um, But most notably, they are a an extremely, extremely dangerous three-point shooting team. Like, absolutely lights out. And and this is honest. This is this is my upset. Everyone likes Oklahoma State and Kate Cunningham. Completely understandable. Um, he's likely going to be the first-round pick of this year's draft. Um, he's, he's a generational talent. However, I feel like historically, those generational talents have not done amazing in the NCAA tournament. That being said, there's definitely a chance he makes the Final Four and even goes on to win a national championship. But I, I just... Other than Cade Cunningham, this team is is nothing extremely special. And I think if Liberty's able to put some clans on him, as they are a good defensive team, because if they got hot, man, and they've been extremely hot as of late, I think Oklahoma State is in big trouble. And I think they're... Yeah, they're, they're shooting 39% from three, Liberty. I, I, I just... I like this Liberty team, and I think they're going to make a run. My dad, he picked Oklahoma State to move on, which is understandable with Cade Cunningham. I'd also like to say, I think my dad picked all the 12s over the 5s, so it's clear he likes those 12-5 matchups. Um, next, we're moving on to San Diego State versus Syracuse. Um, I have San Diego State moving on. A lot of people like the Orange. A lot of people like Syracuse to move on, but I just think um, San Diego State's a good defensive team. They're a good offensive team. They're another well-rounded team. Top 10 defense. Um, yeah, and I, and I think these t- defensive teams, well, Syracuse has got some um, good defense too, but they are really efficient on offense. But I have San Diego State winning, but I could definitely see a situation where Syracuse does run away with this one. And my dad does see that as well because he picks Syracuse to beat San Diego State, which is completely understandable. Um, now we're moving on. I got West Virginia over Moorhead State. Moorhead State's another good team. Could make a run, but I just think West Virginia, 
Um, I, I like West Virginia. They've beaten Kansas this year. They've only lost to Baylor and Gonzaga by five, each of them. Um, they beat Texas Tech. They beat Texas. They beat Oklahoma State. And they've, um, yeah, so I, I think they're a good team. Um, Moorhead State, I think um, they've had some tough losses. Lost to Ohio State by 33. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge Moorhead State fan. Um, Dad is back. I went with the Mountaineers as well. And he did. I, I apologize for missing out. I, I hate when that happens. As you should be. Um, moving forward, Clemson versus Rutgers. These are two teams that have been bad as of late, frankly. They, they, they've been struggling. Um, however, I do have Rutgers. This is their first time in the tournament in a, in a while. Um, I do think they're going to have the um, slight upset here um, over Clemson, but this is going to be a dogfight, and it's going to be first team to 50. This is not, These are some not good offensive teams. I went with Rutgers as well. I believe that is the alma mater of Devin McCourty. Um, they do have some good bigs, too, on, on Rutgers, so that could cause some problems for Houston in the second round because I have Houston beating Cleveland State. I have Houston beating Cleveland State as well. All right, now we're moving on to the round of 32. Illinois over Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago, they got a tough draw here because if they're playing anyone other than Illinois, I think they can make some real noise because they're such a great defensive team. But I have Illinois moving on. I have Illinois as well. Um, but yeah, you had Georgia Tech instead of I do. I did have G Tech. Um, moving forward, here we go. Liberty versus Tennessee. I have Liberty moving on the that amazing three point shooting. I think caused problems for Cade Cunningham in Oklahoma State. I think is going to cause problems for that uh, t- that Tennessee team. Um, this is another one that like I want to put some put some um, chances on Liberty State because eventually I think Illinois is going to beat anyone who. I think Illinois could be te- is going to be Tennessee, Liberty, or Oklahoma State. So I said, why not give Liberty a chance? Because they're such a hot team right now with some great shooting. I think they're like 10-0 in their last 10 games, something crazy like that. So I'm riding the hot hand in Liberty to get to the Sweet 16. I got Oklahoma State winning. Cade Cunningham, you like him. I do. Um, San Diego State versus West Virginia. This is a good one, too, because San, San Diego State is such a good um, defensive team. But I do have West Virginia moving on. They've had some great wins this year, like I said. And, um, yeah, I, I think they're a team that, that is going to cause problems. I like that you had Syracuse losing in the first round. I was very tempted to do that as well because I have pure disdain for Jim Beheim. I think he is a coach that has had extremely talented players, and he always underperforms except for one year when he had Carmelo Mello. Anthony on his team. And you think about the talent that's walked through Syracuse, Derek Coleman, the general Sherman Douglas, Billy Owens. Uh, I mean, he's just had so many guys, and he can't put it together. So that's why Syracuse doesn't go any further, and they get beat up, and they lose to West Virginia, the Mountaineers. Um, then I got Houston being Rutgers. This could be an upset too. alert. I do too. Um, because because Houston doesn't have great bigs, and Rutgers does. However, I think Houston's guards will light up Rutgers and move on to the round of um of the Sweet Sixteen. Um, then, Sweet 16, I got Illinois beating Liberty, like I said. I think this is Liberty's Cinderella t- um, run. It ends, and I think Illinois is moving on. I have Illinois beating Georgia Tech. That's Oklahoma State. You got Oklahoma that State. Um, then I have West Virginia beating Oklahoma. I said I really like this West Virginia team, and I think this is a team that could cause problems for Illinois because the one issue I have with Illinois, even though they are my favorite, um, they struggle with putting teams away. They let teams hang around and they don't beat them when they it have the chance. So that 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 that's difficult. But I do think um, I do I do have West Virginia beating Houston uh, as a three seed. Sorry, um, and I do have Illinois eventually beating West Virginia. But I think that that's going to be a great uh, matchup if it doesn't end up happening. I have Illinois facing Houston, and I have Illinois winning. So just to clarify, our final four: mine is Gonzaga, 
versus UConn and Arkansas versus Illinois. So for my final four, I have Gonzaga versus Texas, and I have Villanova versus Illinois. Um, I have um, Gonzaga beating UConn, and I, th- I have Texas beating Gonzaga. Wow! So a team I had getting out pretty early. You have to the championship game. I'm going to the, the to the championship game, and here's my rationale, right? What people are not talking about, and I, it makes me think of the Patriots when they were undefeated. The pressure that builds on a team to stay undefeated is really challenging. I mean, the, the tournament itself is its own mindset. It, it's a challenging tournament. Everyone is amped up. You're facing everyone who's given you their best game. But I think the underlying pressure that they have to play a perfect game to remain undefeated is going to be too much. And I, th- I think Gonzaga does not make it to the finals. Yeah, I understand that pressure point. I was looking for a maybe potential Gonzaga upset, but looking at their roll to the Final Four here, they get out of the first round. Oklahoma State's interesting, but should be okay. Th- th- yeah, Creighton yeah. is another team. That they've they've could be interesting. Could be interesting, but I I think they they they've been they've, they've got some issues. Yeah. Um, Oregon and Gonzaga. I think that's another game that could be interesting. But honestly, they really got a really good draw in this West region, and um, I think. Yeah, because they basically beat every decent team. They've crushed Oklahoma. They've beat Creighton. They've beat Kansas. They've beat Iowa. All those teams in the West, and they beat them good, too. wasn't really any close games. Um, so that's why I have them getting there easily. And then if I have UConn get into the Final Four, I think there's no chance that UConn can hang with um, Gonzaga, honestly. Well, I'd love to see it, but I, I don't see any chance. I don't really see any team that's... The one team that I can see if they make it out of the East is FSU. Because I think FSU's three-point shooting could cause some problems for Gonzaga, or even LSU, but I think their defense is so bad that they'd get absolutely eaten up by Gonzaga. But I don't see UConn um, causing any problems there. And, yeah, you already said you have Texas. Illinois versus Arkansas on the other side of the bracket. I like Illinois. I have them beating Arkansas. Oh, Arkansas? Wait, no. Yeah, Arkansas. I don't know why I said that. Why I um, started there. I struggled with Purdue or Arkansas, but I did have Arkansas making it, and I have Arkansas losing to Illinois, and I have an Illinois Gonzaga national championship, a one seed versus a one seed. I have an Illinois Texas finals matchup, and I have. We both ultimately have Illinois winning. The Fighting Illini winning. Now I'm curious, what's your score? Uh, mine is eighty-two to seventy-seven. I went seventy-two sixty-nine. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited. I This is a phenomenal time of year because you really don't have to know a lick about it. You know there's going to be upsets. You know there's going to be buzzer beaters. And there's always going to be some good stories. It's a fantastic time to be a college basketball fan. Yeah, I like Illinois. I think they put away the put away the bad teams. And I think they also... They're good. At, they're 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 good at hanging with those good teams, and I think they're my picks. I think the large majority of people are picking Gonzaga, and I really like this Illinois team coming off that Big Ten championship. Um, yeah. So, um, thank you all for listening. Yeah, th- this was fun because it was kind of impromptu, and I hope you enjoyed it. I know we are, and uh, let's go watch those teams. Yeah. So the game starts soon. Actually, I think there's a game on now. Maybe I think there is too. I think it's a 16 um, playing game. So we're gonna post this. Um, we're going to post our brackets on Instagram if you want to get another look just to maybe follow along um, because it is going to be um, – it probably is difficult to – you you want to see our picks because it's hard if you're – if you um, what's it called? If you're trying to follow along. If you're trying along. to follow along, especially if later on you want to look and you want to listen to the whole podcast and say, what did we have against that Oregon game again? Who won? Yeah, that's tough. Um, so, yeah, we're going to post that. Um, we hope you all enjoyed. 
Um, and make sure to be on the lookout for those video podcasts if we end up getting it up. Um, yeah, so I we both have Illinois winning. Um, thank you all for listening. I'm Gavin Croak along with... I'm Jeff Croak. And um, this is our March Madness Bracket Predictions. Thank you.